Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm. Mostly foam this morning. <laughs> ah, there we go. Got to the heart of it. And here comes Jackson. He's already been out on his harness while I lifted weights. Oh, Tuesday is today. Tuesday. Tuesday is today. April 21st. Yes. Am I right, Jackson? You want to come over here? So, yes, I did get in my weightlifting this morning. Okay, let's. we're going to have to liberate him. Hang on. He wants to be with me over on the east side here. Oh, it's a lovely morning. A little bit of overcast, but that's added some nice moisture to the air, peaceful feeling. You can probably hear the birds singing away. Corrine messaged me yesterday that they've been watching Breaking Bad in their lockdown in the Netherlands, and that New Mexico is a really beautiful place. I'm kind of amused by that. It's like, I take pictures all the time, but... Apparently, the camera shots have convinced her in a way that all of my descriptions have not. But it is a beautiful place. We're extraordinarily lucky to be in such a beautiful place. Ah. So, yeah, I'm earlier today. You know, it's funny. I'm only an hour earlier. It's 7.30 now. But, boy, that hour can sure make a huge difference to my day. Well, and not having been on the forum like I was yesterday on Reddit. Probably take something out of me. But uh, I did, um, I got like 2,500 words yesterday, which was pretty good for having my attention divided like that and for being slow at this part of the book. So I've officially passed 110,000 words. And Kelly Robson messaged me and said, are you going to finish today? And I was like, maybe? I don't know. There's, there's like maybe two chapters left. Um, could be possible to finish today. Might be tomorrow. We will just find out, won't we? But it's close. So close. So close. And yet so far. Okay, sorry. I won't do that. I've actually been hooked on Code Monkey because... Um, Jonathan Colton's song because one of the gals in the karaoke breakout room for the Safwa party test the other night uh, she was singing it <laughs> that sound is Jackson dragging his leash through the weeds where are you going? we're not going over there I'll probably break down when I He's trying to go over to the other side of the driveway. All right. More cat wrangling. <sighs> a girl can't sit. Just sit. And, oops. <laughs> Especially if she's harnessed to the phone. That would be good to take that with me. Can't just sit and enjoy my coffee. Have to drag cats around. Story of my life. I know. I lead a really hard life. You guys feel bad for me, don't you? Uh, he had to go over to his favorite patch of dirt to roll. 
Don't bug the bluebirds now. Bluebird house is over here too. I guess we're going for a walk today. I should have brought my coffee. <laughs> huh. I wonder if I can pause him for a moment and then go get my coffee. We're going to go for a walk. Fasten him to that post. Go get my coffee and come back. <coughs> Probably there's going to be dog walkers out, but we will see. And everybody's feeling the springtime weather. Oh, so anyway, um, I hadn't listened to Code Monkey for quite a few years. The song was introduced to me by um, high school boyfriend. Kev. Jackson sitting at the end of the driveway looking at me like he knows I'm coming. Such a smart cat. Um, Kev, of whom I mentioned the C.D. Hawkins dance anniversary the other day. I forgot to tag Kev on it. I don't know if he listened or not. So anyway, he used to send me songs all the time. He doesn't so much anymore. Probably because I was always forgetting to upload them and listen. I don't listen to music nearly as much as I used to. Actually, I'm, I'm going to take that back. I listen to it a lot more again now. I went through a phase of not. I write to silence. A lot of people uh, write to soundtracks and so forth, but I find that um, my productivity is best if I have silence. Jackson's gone and jumped in the culvert. Probably thinks he's going to go all the way through, but he's not, because I'm not letting go of this leash. Come on out of there. This is boring. Culverts are boring for people outside. I'm sort of slowly backing up so that he'll come out. There he is. <laughs> Funny cat, he came bounding out all of a sudden. Um, so, at any rate, Code Monkey is a funny song. And I was not remembering all the words very well. You know how it is when you're hooked on a song, but you don't remember all the lyrics, so you like keep cycling through it. So I had to look it up this morning, and there was a cool new video of it. Like a Japanese animation video on there. Uh, that was really great. I watched that. But I won't sing Code Monkey for you. Aren't you relieved? Yay, there is mercy in the world. <laughs> ah. oh. David's standing at his office window watching us with the binoculars. <laughs> Where are you going? Jackson had to go racing back for the house now. I just let go of the leash since he's headed for the house. <laughs> he's feeling wild now. He likes to have a little feeling of escape. It's been funny seeing the cartoons of people in lockdown 
uh, observing those things that now they really understand why their pets are always sitting by the door and enjoying uh, sympathizing with that feeling of watching interesting things going on in the neighborhood and wanting to go out and participate in them. Are you done? Can I go sit on my chair? You're not going over by the Bluebird house. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Brett. It looks like the desert four o'clocks are starting to come up. I still need to clean this kind of front garden area. I never did put down my flagstone all last summer. I know I kept talking about it, and I never did it. This might be a good time to do that, Jeffy, when you are not traveling or going anywhere else. You know, speaking of, like, the pets going outside and people suddenly sympathizing with that fascination with jailbreaking whenever possible... You know, it's long been the common wisdom that, you know, like all the people who don't let their cats go outside at all, you know, and they'll say to me, you know, if you never let your cat go outside, they won't miss it. Can't miss what you never had. You know, and I just don't believe that. Um, I've never believed that. I think that it's part of an animal's instinct to want to be outside and explore things. And I think that one thing that this lockdown has proved is that humans are the same. You know, you could argue that it's because we've had it and therefore we miss it. But I've had several of these conversations with people that, you know, even those of us who are uh, pretty strong introverts and who like to be at home a whole lot, we're, even we are getting restless for society. And I think um, it really proves that you wouldn't be able to keep humans like all locked up in their individual homes as the post-apocalyptic stories like to tell. We're just not built that way. It's, that's part of our animal instinct, I think, to, to seek out the society of others of our kind. I think that's why there's so many stories, you know, like about the person on the deserted island and how they, you know, the the stories of, you know, like oh, Robinson Crusoe or, you know, people being stranded in places or, you know, raised only by wolves or by apes or so forth. You know, it's that we would seek out society of some sort no matter what. <sighs> Stretching my back. I upped my weights and it's a little little bit of a push for me. So, I was going to talk about, oh, we watched the movie Whiplash last night, which is an excellent movie, and we had seen it before. I know it was nominated for Best Picture. I don't think it won. I remember it was nominated a year that we watched all of the Best Picture movies, and I think that really bizarre one won, the, the Birdman one. You guys might know what I'm thinking of, which was a really good movie too, but but very strange. But anyway, Whiplash has been part of our kick of watching movies about bands and musicians. We watched um, 
Walk the Line again the other night. And we watched Jersey Boys. And last night, after we finished Whiplash, because we started early, and it's a fairly short movie, we watched part of Rockstar, which is one of our perennial favorites. Jersey Boys was really excellent, too. I had never seen that one. And I've never seen the musical, but I learned a lot about Frankie Valli and, um, and Bob Claudio, things I'd never known. But it's really interesting to watch the musician rock star movies because David is musically inclined. He plays guitar and he used to be in a band in his misspent youth. So it's a good... And then for me, I'm very interested in people living creative lives and uh, finding success or struggles. So it's a very good Venn diagram overlap. We really have a good time watching those kinds of movies together. So Whiplash, I remember the first time I saw it, I was just kind of um, astonished by it. It's about this 19-year-old guy in a music conservatory in New York, and he gets picked by to be part of the you know, award-winning number one in the country jazz band. And the leader of the jazz band is this um, tyrannical, perfectionistic uh, guy. And who is, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's emotionally abusive. He is the, the band leader is emotionally abusive and physically abusive, but he's also pushes the musicians in his band in this, um, oh, almost a boot camp style emotional abuse, you know? And it's, um, Watching it this second time, I got caught a lot more of the nuance because I was not so shocked by it. You know, I was, I'd kind of gotten over, I knew what to expect this time. Uh, and I am not a film person, so we should have Leslie Penelope talk about it because she could probably say more intelligent things than I can. But it was fascinating story-wise because for a long time at the opening of the movie, Nobody ever tells you who Fletcher, the band director, is. Um, you put together who he is entirely from how other people react to him. And it's a gorgeous way to open a movie. It's, um, I would love to replicate that uh, in a book because it is just really so well done. It starts out with Andrew, the 19-year-old kid, playing the drums and you're watching him play the drums, and then he's startled to see a figure in the doorway, and he stops playing and has this conversation with this guy who immediately challenges him, and he's like, you know, kind of obviously uh, astonished and impressed by this guy, and the man says, do you know who I am? And, and the kid says, yes, and and we don't know who he is, but we almost don't need to because it's so clear to us. And then later when Fletcher, the music director, comes in to the uh, junior jazz band that the 19-year-old's in, he, you know, the, the leader of that band you know, immediately defers to Fletcher. And everybody defers to him all the time. And it's so 
it's just beautifully done. And you guys know I like to read the trivia as I watch the movie. And at the end, it was interesting because I think a lot of people seem to, and the trivia indicated this, and I haven't read other interpretations, that people felt like Andrew chose a destructive path at the end. And there's some indication of that with the father looking on in dismay as Andrew makes his choices. And I've, I've been thinking about it since last night, and I don't think I agree with that. I think, um, you know, much was made. Fletcher sort of uses every tool he can. He asks questions of Andrew about his personal life and then uses it to press his buttons. And I have known people like who do this, you know, and you're like, oh, why did I tell them this thing about myself? I probably shouldn't fidget with the microphone cord. That might have been making scratchy noises. Sorry. Um, it gets twisted up and then I compulsively want to straighten it. <laughs> so he uses, he finds out that Andrew's father is basically a failed writer, which is, you know, I, I love that there's all these sort of creative parallels, um, that he wanted to be a writer and he teaches high school English. And of course we can go through, you know, they never define whether or not he's, <laughs> what level of success he's had. There's all kinds of levels. As anyone who's listened to this podcast for any length of time should by now understand, um, failed writer is not a quick or easy term to understand except for um, not, uh, not writing anymore. And, and let me take an aside here and I'll, hopefully I'll remember to get back to my point. Doing this Reddit conversation yesterday, um, you know, people always ask for recommendations and I could do a whole, I think I might do a blog post tomorrow on how people give recommendations. It's starting to bother me because I don't feel like people do a good job of giving book recommendations. But I had pulled out a list I'd made a while ago of <laughs> fantasy romance authors. Oh, it's a big doggy, <laughs> big German shepherd. <laughs> and she's got him on his harness, though, and giving him his treat. Good morning. I have the kitty out here, so that's why he's having a fit. <laughs> well, keeps her youthful. Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. Be sure to let us know if you need anything. It's nice, so nice that the weather's warming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> not at all, not at all. <laughs> she, uh, you guys probably couldn't hear her, but she was saying that this uh, German shepherd is... Uh, not growing out of her youthfulness. Jackson finally decided it was too much and bolted. But uh, 
Oh, nice to see her. She was saying that uh, being in lockdown with the youthful German Shepherd was getting to be a little much. I could see that. All right, so now we got God distracted, didn't we? So, recommendations. Oh, and one of the people that uh, I had recommended and who I'd really liked her books back in the day, um, she hasn't done anything since like 2013 was her last book. And I thought her books were, had done fairly well. I mean, you never know. But uh, even her author website was down. She'd had it once and took it down, so I guess she stopped. So, anyway, I need to wind this up because I'm already at 20 minutes. <clears throat> so, I thought that there was a poignant moment at the end of Whiplash when Andrew makes his choice and basically goes back. I feel like that's not a spoiler. And engages with Fletcher and you know that he's made the commitment to to the music as no matter what it how much it takes out of him he's going to do it and the father's kind of looking on and there's no words but he's just watching and there's this look on his face it's Paul Reiser and he did a good job um just looking on in kind of despair and wonderment in, I don't know, I just sort of got this insight of looking into his face that he thought that this was the thing that he had not done. And I'm not saying that I think that you have to suffer for your art or anything like that. But I do think that there are points you hit where it becomes very difficult and very painful. And you question whether it's worth it. And... I've talked to friends about this, and I've, you know, read various things authors have written about it and other artists, where you do come to that point where you're like, I could do the equivalent of teach high school and have a reliable salary, and why am I putting myself through this cycle of draining myself and then being disappointed at the result, and is it really worth it? And I think that's what the movie was showing. I'd be interested to hear what some of you think about the movie, because I'm not, not sure I've ever discussed it with anyone. Most of the people I know, when when I have read things about it or talked to people about it, they've said, oh yeah, that Fletcher guy was awful. And I'm interested to know, did anybody else get what I did out of the end saying, you know, like, maybe you decide that the that you're going to embrace the difficulty. I don't want to say the suffering, but there is a difficulty there. So, on that note, I'm going to go brace, embrace my own difficulty. Uh, first Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you can find other podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. You take care. Bye-bye.